You are listening to The 945 Show on WFNULP 94.1 FM and podcasted everywhere. Local music from the Twin Cities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. I am your 2023 Programmer of the Year for WFNU, Mike Rez. You are here on Frogtown Community Radio. Bridge Sky is here this morning. Good morning, Bridge. We had a full house today. (laughs) We have members of Burning Blue Rain. Every one of them showed up. I'm so excited about this because, one, we will get everyone's opinion mm-hmm. they'll all get to share ideas Ooh, they get to argue on the on the air if somebody says something wrong um <laughs> and no cussing <laughs> and we've never had this many people in the studio i before. like it so it's um, warm I get, i'm cold in this room usually and uh <laughs> the body heat i already feel warm warmth yeah. so everyone please welcome in studio burning blue rain good morning hello guys good morning good morning, good morning. Uh, we're gonna get you closer on the like, just like I'm doing right, ki- basically kissing, making out with the mic here. All right. So share. <laughs> we are burning blue rain. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> they're good. They're good listeners. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna do like a grade school thing and go around the room and introduce yourselves. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will start on this side. I'm Lewis Tessmstanek. People call me Sweet Lou, and I play guitar and sing in Burning Blue Rain. My name is Jack Westrop. I'm the saxophonist for Burning Blue Rain. Awesome. Hey, what's up? I'm Brecken Lavis. Uh, I play drums. My name is Caleb Carr. I play bass. My name is Oliver Oslin, and I play Get keyboards. closer, Oliver. <laughs> My name is Oliver, and go. I play keyboards and sing. Nice. Welcome, guys. You, you sing, and you're that far away from the microphone? You should be with the one all over the mic. <laughs> so, we, won't, we won't do that the entire interview. I won't pick on you guys. So thanks for coming in. We appreciate uh, you guys waking up on a Saturday morning mm-hmm. to be here. Um, appreciate you guys having us, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to talk about uh, your music. You have a residency coming up starting tomorrow yes. at KJ's Hideaway. So I want to talk about that. Um, the, the genre that you're packaged into is blues. Yes. Um, and I'm just gonna just gonna say it, you guys do not look like a blues band. Just because that. of the the age, you right. know, I'm looking at here. Um, you don't really see a lot of blues bands um, with with you guys being so young. Just super awesome. When I saw I saw the uh, stuff information that you sent me on our guests today, I saw the picture, right? really quickly then i listened to the song i'm like what i wonder if you mixed up the <laughs> but i find that to be very awesome and intriguing and yeah. that's what's up thank you very much we appreciate it mm-hmm. yeah so the song we're gonna hear is no peace in mankind um and we're gonna get to all that but first i want to tell our listeners if they want more information on the radio station please visit wfnu.org you can find out uh, when your favorite show is playing. You can donate to us, too. We are a 501c3 
charity organization, uh, which means for you, it's tax deductible if you donate to us. Um, and you can also, uh, you know, just kind of find out where we are in the community. We have a community calendar there as well. So if you have uh, want to find out what's going on uh, in the music world, anything that's been shared with us, you can find out there as <clears throat> what's going on there. It's a good cause. Yes. You can also download the free WFNU app. It's free anywhere you get your apps on your mobile device or your phone. Just search WFNU. You can catch us 24-7, 365, anywhere in the world. The best feature is the on-demand feature. Yep. Where you can hear your favorite show. Friday nights, Dom. Shout out, DJ. That's 10 right. 10 o'clock, he kills it. Dom Terrace. So you can listen to Dom, and then when you're done listening to Dom, you come listen to the 945 mm-hmm. show. Get up early with us. That's right. So uh, it's all about the minutes on there. So the, t- the show with the most minutes listened to on demand wins. We don't win anything special, but... We just win. Rights. So, um, yeah, and then you can also listen anywhere in the world. Um, and this show has been listened to in Brazil and Costa Rica. Peru. Peru. We were on the charts for a minute. Pakistan. I mean, yeah. where else? Anywhere else. All right, let's find out more about Burning Blue Rain. They came all the way in. Oh. So we should ask them what's going on with, with their music. Um, tell us, let's start from the beginning. How did Burning Blue Rain become a group? Good question. So in summer of 2022, our mutual friend, Kevin Weber, who knew Oliver and I, who have been friends for years, and knew Brecken and Caleb, who have been friends for years, was like, hey, you guys both play music. You guys should play music together. So one day we went to Caleb's basement and we just started jamming. And ever since then, it's like, oh, yeah, OK, this is this is really fun. And Kevin was like, yeah, I know. Like I knew this all along. <laughs> and then. Our first show at KJ's, we asked Jack to say, play saxophone with us. And ever since then, he's been part of the band. The rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> ah, and the saxophone is like just, it's like one of those instruments that kind of can fill in. You don't even need a vocalist, technically. Yeah. I, I remember when I was in band in elementary school, I tried to do <laughs> the saxophone. However, that instrument is heavy when you're... In elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my excuse uh, why I didn't stick to it. Fair enough. You do sexy saxophone songs or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Like Careless Whisper? Sometimes, you know, yeah. if I'm in a in the sexy mood. You know what I'm saying? Feeling sexy? <laughs> I, uh, you, when the Final Four was here, I was covering that for the radio station, um, and they had a saxophonist that was going to do the national anthem, and he warmed up before anyone was at the arena with careless whisper it was pretty funny so it's only right yeah well you have to i mean that's like the right it's like when you get a guitar and you do stairway to heaven yeah Mm -hmm. exactly i mean it's it's the same the same thing so um were you guys all into blues music before you got into this band oliver and i were totally i was i was blues adjacent my parents listened to some blues and I, i appreciated it but it was never really my primary genre that i was listening to or that i was playing but when I started playing with these guys and started just listening to it more so I could, you know, learn how to play it, I got really into it. Brecken was pretty bluesy. Yeah. Um, I had background in, like, jazz and, like, rock, which is kind of like the combination of both people's blues. Yes. Um, so I kind of had some background in that. And then me and my bassist here, Caleb, were in another band before that as well, like a metal band. So kind of came from that as well. Wow, that's a completely opposite genre. Yeah, <laughs> sure is. I love it. <laughs> now, in in jazz, you get a lot of 
space to do a lot of ad libs and just improv. Mm -hmm. Is blues kind of the same way? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very important in this band that that's a, a part of our music. Yeah, I would also say that we are pretty flowy with our blues. Like we don't, we try not to constrain ourselves too much with that. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. We like to move it in and out of our other s sounds and just have it be a, a key player and a definite milestone and, and cornerstone in our sound, but also we are not only restricted to blues. Right. What other uh, genres do you dabble in, or do you mix it in? Yeah, we, we do a lot of psychedelic rock stuff. We're, uh, we do a little bit of uh, like R&B soul music we're working Whoa. on some stuff right now yeah nice new music on the way, on the way. <laughs> a little teaser yeah. <laughs> so if let's let's do this let's get this out so if people want to find your music that's out now and get the stuff that's on the way where do they find you burning blue rain any streaming service youtube all platforms all platforms instagram you can find us there for updates but anywhere you find our music is burning blue rain what part of uh, like the distribution side of things, not the music side of things, but like now like the business side of things, what part of that has been tricky and to learn? That's a good question. I feel like one of the things that has been tricky to learn is learning what kind of music to make to be able to have people listen and being our band and having our sound and not only making the music that we really love, but trying to find the music that everybody can really love, but we still love so we can have listenable radio music. And music that um, lots of people can relate to. Yeah. I would also just say, like, orchestrating everything um, has been another part of it. I'm not sure if you want to call that business or it's just kind of the whole shebang, but just kind of, like, you know, getting, like, posters made and then trying to make hats and uh, exactly. just, like, everything kind of together, just managing a band as a whole. Um, yeah. Promoting yeah. shows. So who in the band is good at that? Like who, it's okay. mostly me and Lewis, um, but lately it's been mostly Lewis's mom. Yeah. Um, we love you, Katie <laughs> Tessman. Shout out to Katie Tessman. Yeah. Yeah. If you'd like to hear that episode, you can go back and podcast that. <laughs> we had Katie on not too long ago. <laughs> she said she's listening, too. She was going to be listening, so be she's on your best listening. behavior. Hi, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of had a, a little conversation before we got on the air about... Uh, family members listening so we decided <laughs> that the FCC was probably a little bit more <laughs> something we should watch out for so <laughs> uh, so when did you guys individually start playing music and when did you start learning instruments I've been playing music my whole life started with piano when I was in elementary school and then playing drums through high school and playing on drum line and and then guitar most recently starting in my junior year and now you know, learning how to sing last year. So it's been a it's been a part of my life for my whole life. Uh, for me, I started playing violin in fifth grade, but I don't know. Violin isn't really for everybody. It's kind of a hard instrument to learn. So <laughs> it's hard. Uh, two more, three more years passed by in middle school. I wasn't really doing anything. I was in a guitar world drumming guitar class with five gallon Home Depot buckets as drums. <laughs> and then one day, our teacher took us down to the band rehearsal, and I was just like. I want to do that. So eighth grade, I started playing saxophone, and here I am. Nice. Um, I started basically kind of like the same way as Lewis. Um, had, like, percussion background, started playing piano, then moved into percussion in, like, fifth or sixth grade. Um, kind of 
stayed away from the bells aspect of percussion. Um, tried to do more like full drum kit stuff. Um, then I started joining jazz band in middle school and high school. Um, and I got more into that than just like the big band kind of aspect of band. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I got started. Yeah. Um, my dad was a really phenomenal guitar player. Um, and growing up, I would hear him play all the time. Uh, and he got diagnosed with ALS when I was very young, went on to pass away when I was 14. But before he passed away, he was really important to him that I tried out guitar. So I was playing guitar for about six months and just not really feeling it. And then one day I picked up bass and then I fell in love with it. I was about maybe 13, 14-ish. So that, but, uh, yeah, and after he passed, I just got really into it. I started playing, taking piano lessons and playing piano in uh, early elementary school and did that for 10 years and then took a little break still listened to a lot of music but wasn't really playing very much and then I started discovering new types of music in high school that I was really passionate about so I and like people like like blues and Jimi Hendrix and stuff like that so I uh, made me want to pick up the guitar and then Lewis and I started playing guitar. He actually got me into playing guitar. Mm. It's the truth. And then um, more recently, about a year ago, a little more than a year ago, I picked up keys again and took a new, tried to take a new approach to that. And yeah. I have a question. So there's so many me five members, right? And mm -hmm. and when you play live, do you guys have like cues if you decide that you want to go off and improv and take it to a different like? How do you guys like interact on stage and, and just, such? Lewis just walks around. He gives cues. <laughs> <laughs> it's like keep going, keep going, don't don't stop or something. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll I'll give someone like a particular look or something. I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> He raised his eyebrows for those of you. When when I'm walking around, I gotta always keep my eye out because Caleb moves so much on stage. <laughs> like, th there will be times where we'll just like totally run into each other. I've smacked him with my bass more than a few times. Yeah. Does it leave a mark? Depends on where I get hit. <laughs> it has left a mark, but really. Yeah, when you hit me in the shoulder at oh. Amsterdam. This is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> me now the, the Amsterdam's a pretty big stage. I mean, you have to really be moving around to you hit somebody. You should see us. <laughs> and I, I get more compliments on my stage presence than my playing. <laughs> it's a deep stage, too. So, I mean, you, I think you probably aimed for him. Not, not even seeing it. I'm just saying. I, I can neither confirm or deny. <laughs> I was going to say, how well do you guys get along? Yeah. We get along too well. <laughs> <laughs> the time is now 10 a.m. Uh, you're listening to the 945 show on WFNULP 94.1 FM St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. I am Mike Rez. Bridge Sky is here, and we also have Burning Blue Rain in studio. What? Uh, That's a cool name. Yeah, how'd you guys come up with the name? It's a, oh, man, I remember it was right when we first were jamming, it started off with the burning eyes <laughs> yeah. that, that, that was proto bbr name 
And then I think we just a little bit too edgy. We we yeah. were using a we were using a random word generator, just trying to find something that works. <laughs> and there's no other band that is Burning Blue Rain. We had to you know Google mm-hmm. right because you know Blue Rain that's a band Burning Rain whatever. Any o- coordination and orientation of those three words is already exists other than yours truly the Burning Blue Rain. <laughs> um, yeah, it was also I think at the time we were kind of. We, we felt like it was somewhat descriptive of um, like the, the band members in the band. You know, me and Brecken coming from the metal background, that was kind of like the burning. And then yeah. Lewis and Oliver were like the, the blue rain. You and know? that's like um, the blues. Yeah, yeah. blues and just kind of like the chill, psychedelic stuff that we do too. So It represents imagery in our music, <laughs> we believe. Have you ever had AI draw you a burning blue rain picture? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we experimented with that. Yeah, we totally did. Nice. Like early show, like early show posters were all yep. just like AI. Bre- Brecken would just like put something in the AI generator and slap some text on there and call the poster. Sweet, That's the best way to do it. Exactly. So I've totally embraced the AI photo I'll admit, generation. I've gone on the AI train as well. Yeah. Gotta utilize AI. Right. Well, yeah. I was just gonna say that. I always tell my friends I'm trying to get on its good side now, (laughs) so it knows I'm I'm chill. (laughs) Then when it takes over, they just ow. We like that guy. (laughs) So, and then you know the rest of you, I don't know. You better get on. Better get on the train. Yeah. I think everybody in this room is cool. Yes. So when it happens, so. Um, we, I was just on another podcast. We were talking about the Apple Vision Pro um, oh, yeah. and the whole spatial computing thing that's coming out now, which is it's not AR, it's not VR. Yeah. It's totally something completely different, and it's kind of spooky and scary. Um, so I want to know, you guys have to let me know the first time somebody shows up to one of your shows wearing uh, <laughs> Apple Vision Pro because I think it's coming <laughs> where people are just going to be wearing those things. All the time. It's going to be in 10 years when we're somewhere on tour and they have their VR on picturing us playing at KJ's Hideaway every Sunday in February. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Good. Good segue. (laughs) Let's talk about that. How did that happen? The residency. Like, how did that? I think that a lot of folks seek that. Yes. And that's like, I went there for a couple shows, <laughs> Twin Citizen, and Samantha Grimes was there. That's a great location. Yeah. It, Legendary. It is an awesome space. I mean, it used to be the Artist Quarter, and my dad, who was a musician, a drummer around town, he taught at McNally Smith. Mm. He, he plays with countless people. He talks about his memories at the Artist Quarter playing with anybody from Corey Wong to Dave Brubeck, and how that room is just a very legendary room. And so we played our first show there after my mom got us a show. You know, thank you, Mom. Back in, like, <laughs> early summer, I want to say. Yep, it yeah. was, like, May, and that was the first show Jack was with us. And it was really it was really great. We had a great time, and they were interested in having us back. And ever since then, we've been talking about this residency, and we got it locked in, and we got special guests set up, and it's just worked out very smoothly. I believe we've played there three times before. Yes. So we, we know the people well. Nice. And they've done all ages shows i don't know when we went with twin citizen i was able to bring my daughter who's 13 so that always helps i don't know if that's only certain nights or how that works out but i know there's a lot of you know i think you'll bring in more the the youth and ticket sales when you family family absolutely (laughs) yeah absolutely 
So uh, with the residency on a Sunday, what time do you guys hit the stage? We hit the stage at 2 p.m., so you can get up at a reasonable hour and come down and see us and not have to stay out late on hey, you can Sunday. go to bed at a reasonable hour as well. But, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you and, probably don't want to stay up. That's a long day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, definitely don't stay up, but come see us anyway. Right, right. 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. every Sunday in February at KJ's Hideaway. Nice, Great good food. three hours to, yeah. to fill. Um, now you have some special guests, like you mentioned, uh, Joanne Park, Joanne Parker, yes, Cornbread Harris, yes, Nikki sir. Lemire, and the Daily Norm. Yes, sir. Will mm-hmm. all be so they'll be different days or different Sundays, I imagine. Yes, yes. Starting with the Daily Norm, then Nikki, then Cornbread. So like oh, rever- reverse order. Reverse order. order. Yes, okay. exactly. Right, Ending with Joanne. Yes. Yeah. So how did uh, those special guests? come about I and mean, who did they do you approach them did they approach you did kj's kind of throw that together or how'd that work they wanted us to do special guests through the minnesota blues society and work with the society on having our special guests due to our blues music and we were thinking about who would be a good special guest and the first person to come to mind was cornbread harris mm-hmm. he's a legendary minneapolis blues artist keyboard player and we actually are, we're lucky enough to have played with him in October at Green Room, a new venue in Uptown. And ever since then, Cornbread has been the first one on our list to call whenever we need a, you know, a legendary yeah. opener. <laughs> just on, on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> and the others just fell into place very nicely through connections we have, you know, mainly through my parents. Nikki Lemire, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal musician, works with my mom frequently, and our producer, Michael Koppelman, as well. The Daily Norm, our friend Kay, he's just a really, really good guitar player. We met him at Music Around, no? Yes, we did. Yeah. Music Around in Minnetonka. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Minnetonka. <laughs> he's, he's just a very, very, very talented guitarist. And, you know, Joanne Parker is just one of the most amazing vocalists we've heard in the city. And her and my dad work together frequently. And she's just such, such a solid musician. And she's very fitting at KJ's Hideaway due to the fact that they have a grand piano on stage. Right. Her and Cornbread and Oliver get to play this piano, and, and Nikki, who's also an amazing key player, you know. The venue set is very set up for this and that we've taken advantage of that. Connections. It really is all in who you know. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's it's really cool that you guys are getting this this residency. And then you got the, the backup, I mean, the special guest. Uh, we played some of Joanne's music on the show, so uh, cool. we're familiar with what she brings. So awesome. I think that, that'll that fit in really well with what you guys are doing. Absolutely. Um, now, we're going to hear No Peace in Mankind. That's the first single you guys have released? Yes, sir. So tell us a little bit about No Peace in Mankind. Yeah, so it, it started, Oliver, when, when Oliver picked keys back up he started with Hammond organ which is super cool and we literally got a Hammond organ in our rehearsal studio it's still there to this it's day. still there <laughs> nice and found it on Facebook marketplace what, what? block block away from my house for oh. free wow. for the win holy cow that usually doesn't yeah. work out that way <laughs> and so he was playing this bluesy riff on this organ and we were like yeah that sounds nice man and then we just jammed on it and then I called my dad. He was in Nashville working. And I was like, hey, man, I'm trying to write some lyrics for this song, but I'm, I'm kind of stuck. So then me and him ended up writing the lyrics. And then we're like, hey, this is grooving. And part of the tune is what's kind of fun is that we recorded it before Jack was with us. So he, he doesn't appear on this song. But when we play it live, all five of us have a solo break in the middle. 
and it's just like you know mankind so it's like all of us i don't know it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's groovy and it's just a swinging blues talking about how screwed up the world is and oh that sounds amazing yes thank you <laughs> it's probably one of those songs that you hear it on the cd and you hear it live it's not the same at all then obviously because yes. jack's now involved with it so it's going to sound different it also came out what like six or longer than that like almost a year ago yes it, it yeah. will become like i'm on a year since its release so okay it's it's snapshot in time it's our first single you know it's we were really really a- eager to get something out and this was in the right place in the right time and i think it it it's a very unique piece of our discography that'll remain there and that's available everywhere. Everywhere you stream everywhere. your music, yes. Are you well, on, mostly come see them live. Right. Yeah. Are you on Bandcamp? I would say so. <laughs> I believe so, yes. Okay, so if you're on Bandcamp, if, if you like Bandcamp like we like Bandcamp, yes. get over there and buy it. And then you get the download, and then you can play it all you want. And most of the music goes to the band and not a big corporate the money. entity. The money goes yes. right more yes. to them. That's why and we like Bandcamp. We like to make sure the money goes to the people that created the stuff. Right. Yesterday was Bandcamp Friday. Oh really? Yeah, oh, yes. first one of February. There'll be another one in March, okay, first yes. Friday of the month. <laughs> so it's uh, it's usually when my Twitter gets bombarded with Bandcamp. I don't see Bandcamp anything until Bandcamp Fridays, and then all of a sudden, that's all I see is Bandcamp. And I've turned off every single notification <laughs> at, at all, so I never. I'm, I'm happy with that unless I miss something like that. I actually want to notify. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna listen to. No Peace in Mankind. Uh, we also have music from all of the guests that you'll be playing with throughout February at KJ's Hideaway starting at 2 p.m. tomorrow afternoon, every Sunday. So uh, get there. It'll be February 4th, 2 p.m., KJ's Hideaway. You'll hear Burning Blue Rain uh, and The Daily Norm tomorrow. Yes, sir. So, uh, so first we're going to hear uh, No Peace in Mankind, and then we will hear The Daily Norm. Nikki Lemire, Cornbread Harris, and Joanne Parker. In that order, because that's what we do here. You're listening to the 945 Show on Frogtown Community Radio.
We're drinking muddy water We can't afford the gas People say they have the answer But that's not gonna last Too many guns And too much crime The wealth angry Corrupts the powers that be Well my umbrella Of the blues relieves the pain From today's world Falling down just like hard rain Potential so high There ain't no more peace in mankind
taking me where I grew up. And I'm proud to say up north in the woods of Shawamagun is a small dot on the top of the map shaped like a hand. The best state in the union from where I stand. All right, that was Joanne Parker with Scotty Girl. Before that, we heard Cornbread Harris crying all alone, Nikki Lemire with Mend It, uh, The Daily Norm with Sometimes Elsewhere, and then we had our in-studio guests. We played their song, No Peace in Mankind. Amazing! Just looking at you fellas, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but my (laughs) oldest son is 20, and I... Like it, the music is so soulful, and it's like I would imagine you're you're supposed to be ten years older than me, twenty <laughs> years older, and so <laughs> just looking, it's like um, I'm kind of in shock, and I might actually show up tomorrow. Yay! Awesome. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. I'm hungry, and uh, two o'clock tomorrow sounds great for some <laughs> waking up late food. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it it was really great. You guys were telling us, um, so the Daily Norm that was their first time on the radio. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Nikki Lemire. This was that was the first that song just came out. Yes, it came out yesterday. So that was the first one, Beautiful. first radio mm-hmm. spin. I I hope it was that because I'm saying it was. It, yes, it was. <laughs> it's the truth. It is so, now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So, so many world premieres going on. So uh, has your song been played on the radio before? Yes, but never on. 94.1. Oh, so this was a WFAU debut. Yes, it was. So, <laughs> oh, Special. debuts everywhere. Special. Yeah, so I can't can't take it. Um, so we got some more questions to get to. Um, but I we had ha- to write down a word <laughs> that I've never heard before. Burning blue chasm. <laughs> Explain that one. There's some listeners. off-air conversations going on. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's when we turn up and play loud blues music, nobody's sitting in front of us. <laughs> They're all about twenty feet removed from us. Yeah. Yeah. Passive aggressive. Has anyone ever like got up and sat further back after you guys turned? Playing? Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Every time we play a brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're a little more uptight there. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 we're, we're there to play music. They're there to talk to people. So it's a right. Oh, sure. <laughs> drink, drink their flights. Drink their <laughs> <laughs> That's we were funny. we were playing this one brewery and we got asked to turn down and we were like trying so hard to turn down but we just couldn't do what? it. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of uh, it's like the opposite of why you're there, isn't yeah. it? I know, I know, I know. It's like well, no, we're here to play music. Yeah. It's sorry that you never go back there again. That your conversation like <laughs> was interrupted by our great music playing. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we are now at the part of the show. So I got to turn off our microphone so you guys can hear this because I, I love this intro. Uh, but you guys are going to um, tell us. Well, important information. We'll let uh, we'll let the intro tell you. It is now time for the WFNULP Out the Window Weather Report. It's a big deal around here, I'm telling you. Um, the the only thing that has won more awards around here than me is that segment, or this segment. So yeah, um, I want you guys to look out the window, the big picturesque window, and tell our listeners what you see. It can be one of you, can be two all of you, can of be you. all five of you. Um, we just need a weather report. And go. <laughs> hey, it's uh, it's pretty gloomy out today. Um, I'd say it's around like 40 degrees maybe. I'm not really sure because I'm inside. <laughs> uh, Where are you, Jackie? It, it, lo- it looks pretty pretty calm out today, not too windy. Um, I don't know, pretty gray out. A lot of cloud coverage up here. I'm not seeing too much sun. Um, hopefully we don't, we, I believe we don't have any precipitation. For, for the day, but we will see. Um, you could even say we do not anticipate precipitation. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Very accurate. That was well done. All right. Is that it? Nobody else want to chime in? It's kind of brown. <laughs> There's quite a bit of brown out Schmog. there. It's pretty mid. The sky's giving tones of a beautiful St. Paul architecture. The colors, the beautiful, go. colorful St. Paul architecture looking out this window. Yeah, th- right these here. brick buildings do mesh well with multitude the, uh, with the different weather. grays <laughs> and reds. Very matches the sky beautifully. Yes. Awesome. Now, the one thing we haven't seen in a while, Bridge, is our driver parallel or, uh, student driver peoples. out there oh <laughs> yeah she has not so made an appearance so i'm hoping that means she got her license apparently i'm not gonna say oh. which 
person in my family tree took a driving test, and you can fail for going too slow. <laughs> oh. And being too cautious. That's was interesting. Was the main reason. I'm like, really? Because I was like, how'd you do the uh, the parallel parking, the rest of the stuff? Great. And I guess merging wasn't a uh, good part. But how do you fake merge at one of those like driving testing? At a driving, yeah. Stuff? I don't know. So we're going to do a lot of practice driving. So my <laughs> <laughs> anxiety is going to be, whoop, I'm going to be taking them more practicing merging. There are so many people that do not know how to merge. And I think that's 90% of the accidents. Anyway, that's a boring conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and your traffic report was brought to you by Bridge Sky. <laughs> All right, uh, for today, we're going to have cloudy skies with a high near 41. No precipitation. You guys were right Let's on. Go. Uh, wow. Mostly cloudy with the low of 27 tonight. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 47. Uh, tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low near 27. It's just like going to repeat itself uh, tomorrow night from today. Monday, partly sunny with a high near 48. Tuesday, Mostly sunny with a high near 53. Mm. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, 52. Thursday, here comes the rain. More, more than likely, 60% chance, but and your high will be near 51. Mm. Uh, right now, in the Twin Cities, specifically St. Paul, it is 33 degrees. Overcast. No fun. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, then you're used to it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, your song. Uh, no peace in mankind. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, your influences for that song. Um, yeah. You tell me your influences, and I'll tell you who I heard afterwards. Okay. Oh. All right. So, Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Albert King, BB King, Muddy Waters, Freddie King, Albert Collins, Sun House, Derek Trucks, Eric Clapton. Slow hand. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you hear? Uh, I heard Johnny Lang and Bo Diddley. Cool. Oh. Cool. So that's what I heard. Bo Diddley? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it the, the way that song starts off kind of like slow and just kind of quiet, and then it just picks right up. Yeah. So it's like when that when that bluesy guitar hits, that's you know it's it's about to go down. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh. Who, who writes the music? Is it a collaborative effort between all of you, or is it one or two of you doing most of it? I feel like Lewis usually presents an idea is usually how it will go down, and then we all kind of build it together. Um, and, yeah, would you would you guys say that that's accurate? Yeah. yeah it's, I, there was one time that me and Brecken brought a song that we still play to this day um, that we, we wrote. But aside from that, it's mostly something that Lewis will have the original composition for, and then the rest of us will you know, we'll all work on it together. Um, come up with their own parts and adjust as adjust as we like. Yeah, and like we're like we we just learned how to sing, so like vocals is not like a is not a very uh like it's it's not one of the high points of our music. We don't necessarily think it's one of the low points, but we don't necessarily think about it. So like when we're trying to sing, that's another part of the process that might you know change a lot. Is you know what key or you know how fast or how slow or you know what kind of consonants and vowels. Or, I don't know. It's Totally, totally different, totally different thing singing to music than it is just playing music. So, like, all of that has to come into play. Now, who's the vocals on that first song? That was me. Okay. Yeah, this is very soulful voice. Th- thank you. Thank you very much. And so you just did it. You said you just started singing? Yeah, like last August. Good to know. So you don't have to have <laughs> years of singing experience? <laughs> no. Okay. So what, what's the process like learning 
how to sing. That's oh man, it's it's like a lot of listening for me. It's also like a lot of a lot of really wrong notes. <laughs> Lis- listening to a lot of D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo has been a huge recent influence for vocals. Now, how do you get over when you're nervous? Because I sound great in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> in front of people, my voice goes way up, and it's terrible. For me, it's it's just remembering that, you know, my voice is just another vehicle for music, and, you know, it's not necessarily, like, I don't necessarily think about it as, like, oh, no, I'm going to mess it up or hit a wrong note. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm making music, so if it's not exactly what I intended, that's just something I can shake off. And I usually just turn my guitar up a little bit to <laughs> compensate for sometimes a, a flat note or a sharp note. I'll just do something on the guitar and <laughs> then take an extra long solo. <laughs> how about for you, Oliver? What was it like to to learn how to do that? And Especially when What's you, like, in, the, in the beginning, I'm sure your, your confidence is not as high as it is now, especially when you're first starting out to learn how to sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't really put too much work into, like, researching and learning how to sing like that. But um, it's mostly just, like, singing along to songs in the car. Yes! And (laughs) just, like, singing often and getting to know your voice and, um, yeah, just practicing by singing along to tunes. It's a really good way to... Do you wear, like, earplugs? Or headphones or anything. I find that my outside no, outside environment like totally affects my voice pitch. <laughs> it, yeah, we we tr- we try to wear earplugs on stage, mm. but a lot of the time it doesn't it doesn't work out doesn't because matter. we end up not being able to hear ourselves. Yeah, so we take them out. Okay. Yeah. Wearing earplugs and trying to sing is very difficult for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's it's like you can't. I don't know. I'm I'm you know still a very beginner singer so I I need to be very aware of the pitch of my voice and that's I don't know how to feel that yet I have to hear that so if I have earplugs in it throws me all the way off mm-hmm. R.I.P. hearing but whatever <laughs> we're not deaf by forty we're not doing it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wear earplugs at work so I mean I can tell like it you can still hear conversations but you're not hearing your tone yeah. the right way it's let really alone the person that loud. you're talking to but exactly yeah I, I i can't sing anyway but usually if i'm covering my ears i to me i sound better see i wear <laughs> all day and i usually have one earbud in all day at my house uh, just because i like to have, music just makes life better right uh-huh. absolutely and i can tune in and out of conversations around the house and such <laughs> uh, that would have been useful at my office job back when but uh I find that, like, especially when I can hear the song, and you're right, like, match the pitch or whatever, mm-hmm. I sound amazing. Yeah. I've heard people in my house are like, I didn't know you could sing. I'm like, eh, see? <laughs> but then I get out, out of my house, because we did karaoke for a party at my house recently. And I say, Jana Jackson, again. That's her song. That's a song I know since eighth, since eighth grade when mm-hmm. I failed at the talent show. But <laughs> oh. they were like, I didn't even know you could sing. But as soon as I go to out in public... Literally, my my voice just goes way high up. I tried to sing a blues song, mm-hmm. and uh, I I could I was laughing at myself by the end of it because I could not get my voice to come back down. <laughs> so, like, do you guys get nervous before a show or before you perform? And then, how do you like overcome that? I think sometimes 
get a little bit nervous before the show starts and just waiting to go on stage. But as soon as we go on stage and start playing, I think all of that nervousness goes away. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would say a similar thing. Like, I feel like usually before the show, I'm, I'm not even nervous about our playing. I'm just more so just generally anxious and excited and yeah. just kind of... You know, my heart's pounding or whatever. I'm, I'm bossing people around. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, like Louis, get your clothes on. You know, and, uh, <laughs> what's going on backstage? <laughs> well, but he, he, he always waits. He uh, that, that sounded really weird. He always waits to dress until like right before we have to leave for something. Like he always dresses like last last minute possible. Right. Well, yeah, you got to get ready. That makes sense. Because <laughs> we're usually re- rehearsing right before our show. Nine times out of ten, we're like rehearsing our songs. Right before we have to go to the venue. In your boxers? There's no, right? Just not in my tell to get dressed. <laughs> but I, I forgot the original question, man. <laughs> you know, that was yeah, the problem. Too. That was the problem in the Beatles. You know, it's like Ringo was yeah, always the last to get dressed. And that's, that's the downfall of the Beatles. <laughs> but oh yeah, it was if we, if we get stressed. But yeah, no, I would just say the same thing as Oliver, man. Like sometimes there's like pre-show nerves and. I feel like we, I, I, I personally can get a little bit just kind of like, you know, a little bit, yeah, it's hard to, you know, I don't even know what the, the word is. It gets just generally anxious. Excited. Stressed. I like how you said excited. Yeah. It's like a mixture of stuff. Positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's positive. Turn the anxiousness into excitement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then once we're on stage, it's just, it's all, it's all good vibes. It's and, all good. You know, and like yeah. that, that stress just turns into like energy almost. It's really cool. Right. So. Yeah. Is it when you hit the stage or like that first note you play? For me, it's as soon as I'm on stage. It's, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, me too. It's like as soon as I feel the lights and like the environment of the stage is like such a foreign environment to off the stage. It just kind of, that change in environment just hits a switch somewhere and smooth sailing. Nice. Time is now 1045. You're listening to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio. Our in-studio guests are Burning Blue Rain. We're talking about their residency at KJ's Hideaway that starts tomorrow runs through february every sunday at 2 p.m uh and uh, we also heard some music from them um tell us our listeners again where we can find you online you can find us on instagram at burning underscore blue underscore rain you can find us on youtube at burning blue rain you can find our music on any streaming service on burning blue rain do you have music videos we have one music video with katie tessman Okay. Whoa! Yeah, that, that was so early. I was um when we started this band, I was in a wheelchair. I had recently had like a, a huge foot surgery, and I wasn't able to walk for a while. But it's funny because in that music video, I'm in like a moon boot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've got like I've got I've got like the least music video clothes on possible with a moon boot. <laughs> the music video was filmed in our backyard, my mom's backyard, because we have a stage out there. So yes, authentic. There's always room, Katie Tessman. Crazy shout out, but yeah. We, we plan on having more videos on youtube in the future yes live videos as well as music videos there are quite a few live videos there yeah. already though on the youtube okay. channel um like we, we don't post super frequently but usually you know if, we, if i get a video or two that are good from a show i'll, I'll, I'll throw them up there yeah um yeah there's five of you one of you can be like because uh, mike and i are not well you're actually pretty good at the social media video stuff yeah, I cre- promoting and I don't all mind that. the headache. But it's hard. Like I just I hated TikTok for a long time. I still do. But you did the live stream and we got to talk to like Samantha Grimes and and so I got on there and I made some funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was a hash brown. <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, 
But it's annoying because they all have their own like techniques and algorithms and yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it's frustrating. But I figured like if 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 that's your main job though, like it could be pretty easy. I used to make YouTube videos back before you're never gonna find it. Uh, <laughs> Google took over and everything. But that was my favorite part is editing, like putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And uh, I, but that was when I didn't like I don't like being in the front anyway. But but when that's my only job, it's fun. And you learn the how to do it really fast. So like Twin Citizen is on point. They must have. Well, Adam Lifto's definitely their main like person, but he's on it like he's on daily. There's some new video or a new poster or a promo. I think you get a good coordination. So if you like elected, and there's like I said, there's so many of you. One of you do TikTok. One of you do YouTube. One of you do, you know, Facebook. We've been trying to do that with Facebook, man. We're trying to get someone on Facebook right now. It's, 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 we, we got we got we got to get Facebook before we get TikTok. After. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about getting you guys a TikTok, and so you don't have it. It so it's they're it's intimidating too. I mean, social media just in general is because not only do you like personally do you feel pressure to have one but then now everyone's like well if you're not on social media i can't take you serious well and it's like such a huge outlet for promotion nowadays especially you know being a band and having the business mindset and attitude around that too it's a huge tool as well as um you know something that's difficult but it is a tool especially for what we're doing right yeah and like with the algorithm and stuff i mean if you're not posting daily you're getting buried exactly you know in the algorithm but there's too many social medias you gotta be active on Mm -hmm. so because there's a billion people on each one you're trying to get yourself on in front of everybody well i like the social media just for the like connection with the band and the fans like i Mm -hmm. promoting wise i could care less but like when i'm a fan uh, youtube's my my thing i just love to like put thomas abbin on and just it automatically will do the playlist, you know, the premium. You're in my family plan. Mm-hmm. It's just nice because then it just like, I don't know, for me, especially if there's videos or, or just so- something easy, I'll pick one of those. Like, Facebook's not one that I'm on typically, except to interact through Messenger. But like, just, you know, picking those one. But I, again, if you go in with the mindset that this is for your fans, yeah. I think that would help. That would help a lot. Yes. Not for promoting and all that. Unless, you know, whatever you want to make some money. (laughs) That's helpful. (laughs) Absolutely. Makes the world go round. Uh, (laughs) Um, What I know we talked about, you mentioned, Oliver, that you guys have some music coming out. Um, Yes. What what are your future plans? I mean, like big picture wise, what's what's the plan for Burning Blue Rain? It's a great question. We really want to release more music. We have demos and, and we have, you know, our recording setup set up. We have we're trying to learn how to produce our own music and stuff. So that's a goal is to be able to produce our own music and be able to release that music, hopefully soon. Full length album coming soon, mm. with special guests. See, and now you've said it out loud and on a hundred watt radio, so people heard you. I got <laughs> to keep question, it. <laughs> a fun question. So outside of this genre, yes, just a, a different music artists that you could collab with mm-hmm. could be a rap artist could be a heavy metal artist go each one of you who would you love to like somehow make a collaboration it, with? it can be anyone anyone Dad? that's the best part bring them back to life bring them back to life <gasps> no no okay. alive okay, because <laughs> it could really happen then okay, okay. gotta keep the fantasy alive i know what you're gonna say d'angelo mm-hmm. 
Okay. John Mayer. Oh, come on. Nice. <laughs> I more so want to like, collaborate with this guy than necessarily jam with him, but I, I really want to like meet and like learn from Sonny T, maybe. Mm. Yeah, man. Two more. Just whatever pops in. I'm not really sure. Um, I wish I could say Jerry Garcia, but he's uh, he's dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> rest, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking kind of big with this one, but uh, Mr. Herbie Hancock, if you hear this, please come play with us. I'm yes, your biggest fan. That's what I said. Yeah. I got to meet Mapplemore. Oh. oh. Ben, if you're listening. <laughs> he's a, he's a frequent listener of the show. Yeah. Corey Wong. So, yeah, that would be pretty awesome. I mean, any of those. Uh, John Mayer, I mean, I'm sure is going to be, like, totally in, a, in on it. Mm-hmm. So. Might be running. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I like that. I'm I'm a big fan. (laughs) They listen to metal. (laughs) (laughs) So anything anybody from like the metal side that you you guys just had like when you were playing more metal, I mean who were who were your influences back then? Who were you listening to quite a bit? I was listening to like a lot of like like um as far as bass players go, a lot of Justin Chancellor from Tool. Um, and like Les Claypool from Primus were really big for me. I used to play a lot of slap bass. I don't do it quite as much in this group anymore. Um, but a lot of stuff. I, I was playing some guitar at the time too. I was really into Mastodon. Um, okay, I've heard of them. Yeah, sure. like a lot of progressive groups. Sure. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, just songs that I liked. You know, like, like a lot of variety of bands. But yeah, right. like, Intronauts is a pretty obscure one that I'm pretty into. Uh, they're they're really good. Yeah. Nice. But yeah. All right, pre-show meals. What do you What are you guys doing for pre-show or meals? Snacks. Yeah. Like coffee and cigarettes, man. Like, I can't hey. do shows. Any, anything you gotta. <laughs> anything to fill you up, right? I, mean. <laughs> I like to drink some tea. Get my my voice ready. Nice. Mm. Some honey water. Yes. Nice. Mm. China Palace. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, water with lemon juice is really good for horn players. Any of you horn players out there, try that in the morning. Clears you right up. Mm. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's hey, uh? Oh, go ahead. Hard Times Cafe. Go to. I eat at Hard Times Cafe before my shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you like to get there? Um, I love them Helter the Skelter. Time. Helter Skelter's gas. It's a it's a mix of hash browns and veggies and cheese. It's good yes. stuff. Ooh. It's like a potatoes that O'Brien type. Of thing. I love hash Ooh. browns. So really quickly before. Uh, Getting ready to play saxophone, is there a trick that you've learned that makes you sound better? Um, ooh, that's kind of a tough question. Um, the, the lemon in the water really helps clear out your congestion, get your air flowing correctly. But one of the biggest things is just uh, pressing down all the keys on the horn and getting it, like, warmed up, especially with the weather recently. Having it, like, primed and hot and ready really get, makes your sound uh really changes it up for the better nice we have to make sure we give the horn section its due credit absolutely it's not a lot of credit going on in that section (laughs) right all right well guys thanks for coming in i mean we're already thank you guys guys. this was a blast thank Thank you so much yeah so that's burning blue rain uh their residency starts tomorrow uh, at kj's hideaway at two o'clock and every sunday throughout february so thanks a lot again 
And uh, we will catch everybody on the next 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio.